Okay, I know this is late, but it's worth reporting on. Josh Rogan went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Josh Rogan went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay, just so you're not confused to think that it's Joe Rogan. Josh Rogan of the Washington Post went on the Joe Rogan podcast. And he uh, spoke about the origins of the uh, coronavirus the COVID-19 and he's a Washington Post um, columnist. Josh Rogan uh, basically shed a light on Fauci and his risky gain of function research and the controversy surrounding the Wuhan lab. And the whole time Trump had been calling this virus the China virus and liberals got pissed off and they kept saying, oh, you can't call it that. That's racist. This, that, and the third. Well, really, they should be calling it the Fauci virus. They should be calling it the Fauci virus. Why? Let me tell you why. Um, I don't even know where I should go first here, but let me, I'll tell you what, let me, let me read these uh, notes from the actual podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, where Josh Rogan laid out um, exactly what was going on with the Wuhan lab. Um, in my notes here, Josh Rogan laid these details out. The gain of function Research. Robert Redfield, former CDC director, said the virus is so powerful, it must have come from a lab. Now, what has been the controversy in the news as of late um, is that the original story that it came from a bat is BS, right? And GOP members have been trying to uh, get a thorough investigation into the lab over in Wuhan. But of course, liberals don't want to do that because that would shoot down their their narrative um, and it would shine the spotlight on who the real um, perpetrators in this mess is. Your boy Fauci and them and Gates and everybody else that's involved in this. So of course, um, they don't want to touch that, but Robert Redfield, former CDC director, right? He's not some nut job kook or or some, uh, crazy conspiracy theorist. This is the former CDC director said the virus is so powerful. It must have come from a lab. He pointed to the gain-of-function research. Who's in charge of the gain-of-function research? Guess who's in charge of the gain-of-function research? Anthony Fauci. Okay, Mr. Pandemic himself. The the face of the pandemic is the one in charge of the gain-of-function research. Um, So this is what Josh Rogan 
was pointing out, pointing out when he went on the um, on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was pointing this out. Fauci is the most important person um, in the world of the gain of function research. Um, he is the he is dis- dispersing all of the grants for the gain of function research. He is the one that turned it back on when the Obama administration turned it off. He did it without consulting the White House. He consulted the Office of Science Technology, which is somewhat part of the um, of the White House. It's like a off branch. Um, and he went on to. Um, he went on to say that the reason there is no debate about this or no conversation about this is because the NIH is funded by them, meaning the gain of function research, AKA Anthony Fauci. So now you can see where the cover up is coming from. The reason why these liberals who are so concerned about making sure everyone stays healthy and stays safe, the reason why they don't want to get into the origins of the virus is because it would point back to Fauci. It would point back to Fauci. Gain of function research. They don't want to do that. They don't want to go there. So instead, what they did was they pivoted and said, this is all Trump's fault. This is all Trump. If only he had told people to wear their mask and stay inside. None of this would have happened. No, what happened was uh, your virus leaked from Fauci's lab over in Wuhan. Just like it leaked in his from his lab in, uh, at the UNC uh, Chapel Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me see what else is here in the notes here. Scientists, virologists are afraid to speak up because they will lose their grants or even their careers. When uh, Robert Redfield spoke up and said he believes the virus came from the lab, they called him a racist and a conspiracy theorist. Former. Listen now, former director of the CDC, they called him a racist and a conspiracy theorist. Why? Because he pointed this out. Because you ain't going to hear this on CNN, are you? Huh? You're going to hear this on CNN? No, I know you listening. You're not going to hear it on C, C, um, CNN. You're not going to hear this on MSNBC. ABC, CBS. No, you're not going to hear it. Not going to hear it. So the big cover up for Anthony Fauci continues. But there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of whistleblowers still. It's like a push. It's like a, um, like a tug of war for information. 
But unfortunately, these communist liberals own, own the media. They own the media. So they shut it down. As much as they try to shut it down, it's still breaking through. Um, I'm surprised this even came out. And um, I'm surprised Rogan even, when I say Rogan, I'm talking about Joe Rogan this time. And just to make sure it's clear, um, this I'm talking about Josh Rogan, right? Um, writer for the um, Washington Post. He was the one that was um, making these uh, claims here. Not Joe Rogan. He went on the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay, I have to keep repeating that because people will um, think that I'm talking about Joe Rogan. So, anyways, um, yeah. So there's so there's that. Um, interesting that um people are. Well, I, I can't blame the sheeple because the sheeple was, you know, they're still stuck on stupid and they're going to continue to be stuck on stupid. Um, and it, they made it into a political thing instead of actually looking into what was actually happening over there in Wuhan with that lab. But it's interesting that the same person who's giving you advice on what to do um, as far as handling this so-called pandemic the same person is more than likely the person that's responsible for it and that's anthony fauci mr pandemic himself so there's that you are listening to the moral report with victor j morrow okay so adding on to the controversy at this Wuhan lab. Um, this is coming from Politico. Um, and this was published by Josh Rogan himself. Josh Rogan, not Joe Rogan. Josh Rogan. Um, again, it's coming from Politico.com. It says, in 2018, diplomats warned of risky coronavirus experiments in a Wuhan lab. No one listened. Okay. In 2018, diplomats warned of risky experiments in a Wuhan lab and no one listened. Well, go figure. It says on January 15th, in his last days, President uh, Donald Trump's State Department put out a statement with serious claims about the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. The statement said uh, the U.S. intelligence community had evidence that several researchers at the Wuhan Institute of Virology Laboratory were sick with COVID-like symptoms in autumn of 2019, implying the Chinese government had hidden crucial information about outbreak, about the outbreak for months and that the um, WIV lab, despite presenting itself as a civilian institution, was conducting secret research projects with the Chinese military. So they were conducting secret research projects with the Chinese military. The State Department alleged a Chinese government cover-up and asserted 
that Beijing continues today to withhold vital information that scientists need to protect the world from this deadly virus. And the next one. Okay, now this is what I this is what I have been saying for over a year. Now you know that YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all social media, Instagram, anybody that questions anything about uh this pandemic that's on the right, okay, will be banned, blocked. That's why I'm not on YouTube anymore, that's why I'm not on Twitter anymore, I don't care. Um, you know, the hell with them. Um, you can go to, uh, my websites, uh, Morrow ATW, the Morrow Report, um, Invalid Truth. Um, and you can still listen to me there and you can pretty much at the moment find me wherever podcasts are found. Um, but the censorship of this is very key. The reason why people are walking around not understanding what's going on and they think they have their facts, but they don't because the fact checkers aren't allowing uh, scientists who are trying to um, blow the whistle, you know, on this. Uh, this this cover up, they, they keep censoring them and banning them and taking down their platforms uh, but as time has gone on, you see a year um, into this thing, a year later, information is going to keep pushing through. You, 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 you can't stop information from pushing through. Information is going to push through regardless. Excuse me while I adjust my headphones here. Um, information is going to continue to push through no matter what. Um. So anyway, and this is why I have to commend Josh Rogan for his research and his boldness in bringing this information out because he is taking a big risk. He's taking a big risk. You might not see it that way, but it's a big risk. Uh, Tucker Carlson is another one. Um, they keep calling him crazy. Oh, Tucker Carlson's crazy. Woo, woo, woo. Call them whatever you want to call them, but these people on these um, big platforms, Politico is a big publication, Washington Post is a big publication, um, Fox News is, you know, this big time cable news. And and um, it just, it takes a lot of guts to do this, on especially on a, on a big platform. So I commend them for that. If nothing else, you know, people may have their opinions about these people, but um, getting back to this article here, it says the exact origin of the new coronavirus remains a mystery to this day. But the search for answers is not just about uh, assigning blame unless the source is located. The true path of the virus can't be traced and scientists can't properly properly study the best ways to prevent future outbreaks. And this is what's important. Preventing future outbreaks. How are you going to prevent future outbreaks if you're censoring the scientists and the, and the um, researchers uh, and the whistleblowers who are trying to expose the origins of this outbreak? If you're trying to censor the people that are blowing the whistle on this outbreak, 
you're setting people up for a future outbreak. So that's that's basically what they're doing. That's pretty much what's going on is the cover up is um leading us open. They they accuse Trump of being irresponsible, but really they're the ones that's being ir- irresponsible when you think about it. They're leaving us open for future outbreaks. Whether you believe in the in the pandemic or not, you you have to admit that this is deadly and dangerous to not allow scientists with different opinions other than your uh, liberal left opinions to not allow them to speak is, is very dangerous. These, um, the plat, uh, what do you, what am I looking for? Censoring them and, um, and taking down their platforms is very dangerous. Okay. The original Chinese government story that the pandemic spread from a seafood market in Wuhan was the first and therefore most widely accepted theory. Now, that's the real conspiracy theory. That's what this article is saying. The original Chinese government story that the pandemic spread from a seafood market in Wuhan was the first and therefore most widely accepted theory. But cracks in that story slowly emerged throughout the late winter and spring of 2020, the first known case of COVID um, in Wuhan, it was revealed in February, had no connections to the market. The Chinese government closed the market in January and sanitized it before proper samples could be taken. It wouldn't be until May that the Chinese Centers for Disease Control disavowed the market theory, admitting it had no idea how the outbreak began. But by then, it had became um, it had become the story of record in China and internationally. In the spring of 2020, inside the U.S. government, um, some officials began to see and collect evidence of a different, perhaps more troubling theory that the outbreak had a connection to one of the laboratories in Wuhan, among them the WIV, a world-leading center of research on bat coronaviruses. Uh, It says to some um, inside the government, the name of the laboratory was familiar. Uh, Its research on bat viruses had already drawn the attention of U.S. diplomats and officials at the Beijing embassy in late 2017, prompting them to alert Washington that the lab's own scientists had reported a serious shortage of um, appropriately trained technicians and investigators needed to safely operate this high containment laboratory. Um, so, I mean, there you go, man. There you go. It, it was ignored here. It is what it says. But their cables to Washington were ignored. When I published the warnings from these cables in April 2020, they added fuel to a debate that had already gone from scientific and forensic question to a hot button political issue as the previously internal U.S. government debate over the lab's possible connections spilled into the public view. The next day, Trump said he was investigating and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo 
called on Beijing to come clean about the origin of the outbreak. This is why they don't want to talk about it. This is why they want to dismiss it. The Democrats know they have blood on their hands. They know damn well that they covered up this Wuhan lab and they do not want to actually investigate it because investigating it will shine light onto it and it will let the public know that they were covering for Beijing. They were covering for the Chinese Communist uh, Party. They were covering for the CCP. And that what the what the uh the so called right, the so called uh what what do they call them the alt right or the the right wing the the right wing right wing tongue twister right wing extremists were right, right, right the right wing extremists were right, <laughs> and they don't want to admit that the so called right wing extremists they're all conspiracy theorists oh they're a bunch of conspiracy theorists yeah uh huh where's your conspiracy theorists huh where 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 are they huh what what conspiracy theory are we talking about now okay um but it's going to come out it's going to come out sooner or later it's going to come out i'm telling you um but it says here, I'm, I'm going to go back up here. It says, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo called on Beijing to come clean about the origin of the outbreak. Two weeks later, Pompeo said there was enormous evidence pointing to the lab, but he didn't provide any said evidence. As Trump and Chinese President Xi, uh, Xi Jinping's relationship unraveled and um, administration officials openly blamed the Wuhan lab. The U.S.-China relationship only went further downhill. As the pandemic set in worldwide, the origin um, story was largely set aside in the public coverage of the crisis. And that is the key. The origin story, meaning where did the virus come from? That part, that part right there was pushed it was pushed to the side and everything became political. It became political and people got emotional and they got all touchy feely. Oh my God, this happened under the Trump administration. Oh my God. If he only told people the thing inside and wear their math. Right. And then they were just making up stuff as they went along. Right. That's what they were doing. Um, so, um, uh, let's see, let's see, any, is there any more? I haven't read so much from this article. Um, anyway, go ahead and read, um, this article here. This is from March of this year. Um, it, it goes on and on and on. There's just so much information, um, in this Josh Rogan article here from political, um, Again, March 8, 2021, um, political Josh Rogan, um, man, it, it just goes into so much and I, I read a lot of it, but, um, there's a lot more and, um, 
just go read it for yourself. There's a lot of lot of good information in there. So there's that, man. The information is coming out, it's spilling, no matter how much they censor, no matter how much they deplatform, um, and and try to um I don't know, discredit people with um alternate views, no matter how much they try to do that, it's not gonna work. The information's coming out. It's coming out. It's coming out. And if you haven't noticed, CNN's numbers have crashed. Okay? Nobody's taking them serious, except for people that are still stuck on stupid. Mainly what you see is their audience now is people that are older and are used to getting their, their news. And they from they, they're used to getting their news from CNN. Okay? And these are older people that that are traditional in, in getting their news coverage and they trust the news more. Okay. Uh, but their numbers are crashing. Meanwhile, Tucker Carlson is going through the roof. He's beating out a lot of people. <clears throat> he, I think he's the number one as far as um, news, um, you know, nightly news coverage. I think he's, he's number one, if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me on that if I'm wrong. However, it's it's basically like they're desperate at this point. Just like we caught them changing the uh, YouTube like to dislike ratio for Biden. Uh, we caught them and people screenshotted it. I screenshotted it myself. You know, they nobody wants this dude, man. He's he's not. They or he got 80 million votes, 80, uh, 80 million votes where? Nobody trusts mainstream media except for older people who don't know how to uh, do their own research. They haven't figured out the Internet yet. OK, I digress. Uh, but this information is coming out. There's nothing they can do about it. Um, and it's only going to get worse for them from here, because when people find out that they've been lied to, a lot of heads are going to roll. That's my belief. We'll see what happens in the very near future. You are listening to the Morrow Report with Victor J. Morrow. Okay, so CNBC reports um, vaccines could be ineffective in a year or less uh, because of mutations of the coronavirus. Mutations of the coronavirus could render current vaccines ineffective within a year, according to virologists. Um, infectious disease specialists surveyed by the People's Vaccine Alliance says a survey of 77 experts from some of the world's leading academic institutions across 28 countries found that almost a third gave a time frame of nine months or less. Fewer than one in eight said they believed the mutations would never render the vaccines ineffective. Two thirds thought that we had a year or less before the virus mutates to the extent that the majority of first-generation vaccines are rendered ineffective um, and new or modified vaccines are required. So, in other words, this is never going to end. Um, I have to, again, state that this was published by CNBC, 
back in March of this year. Matter of fact, it was March 30th of this year. Um, so, yeah, here we go. It says the survey published um, Tuesday was carried out by the People's Vaccine Alliance, a coalition of over 50 organizations, including African Alliance, Oxfam, and UNAIDS. Um, the campaigns for equal global access to COVID vaccines. The overwhelming majority of experts, 88%, said the persistent low vaccine coverage in many countries would make it more likely for um, resistant mutations to appear. So this is never going to end. Um, they're talking about shots and booster shots and uh, just my mic. Um, and my headphones here, they're talking about mics. Uh, I said mics, they're talking about um booster shots. So, you got your shots, you're gonna need a booster shot. Um, this was something I covered some time ago, didn't get a chance to upload it, but um, yeah, so this is going to be a continuation, a continuous thing over and over again. Um, they're going to keep on pushing the goalposts. Why are they pushing the goalposts? Because this is a test. If you haven't figured it out, this is an experimental vaccine that got pushed through and rushed through by the Trump administration. And I blame Trump for this. Although I agree with Trump on a lot of, um, a lot of his, a lot of things that he did, and said, the one thing I don't agree with them on was pushing this vaccine with the Operation uh, Warp Speed. <laughs> but I get why he did it for political reasons. I get why he did it. But um, I, I, there's something I want to say. I'm not going to say it at the moment. Um. He's going to lose a lot of his supporters. I wouldn't, if I was him, I wouldn't run for president in 2024. If I was him, I wouldn't do it. Uh, because a lot of his supporters, and he's admitted this, do not want to take the vaccine. And then he's coming out and saying that he's the father of the vaccine. Uh, that's not a good look politically for reasons that, um, for reasons that, Anybody with common sense who are paying attention to how most people on the right uh, feel about this vaccine, the majority anyway, feel. If I was Trump, I wouldn't be calling myself the father of the vaccine. Um, I don't know uh, what he's thinking. Um, I don't know if he's trying to play politics and, and make himself look better politically but he's catering more to the left and that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, so, you know, I'm just throwing some politics in here, uh, but keep in mind this article here from CNBC is saying even the people that have taken the vaccine are probably going to need a new vaccine in a year's time. So um, this is going to be a continuous thing ongoing, moving the goalposts, 
Um, remember, first it was only two weeks. Keep your distance. Wear your mask. We'll reopen. Then it was no. We gotta wait till it it flattens. The the curve is flattened. Then it was no. We gotta wait for the vaccine. And then they take the vaccine. Now they're saying, oh no, you still can't do nothing. Um, they're gonna keep moving the goalposts. They're gonna use this pandemic as they see fit. And they're never going to get to the ori- the the origins of this pandemic that lab in Wuhan they do not want to touch it they won't touch it because it's going to lead back to their boy the face of the pandemic Mr. Pandemic himself Anthony Fauci the gain of function research they don't want to go there okay they do not want to go there because it's going to expose a lot and who are these people backed by? They're backed by Big Pharma. All of these people, CNN, MSNBC, they're all backed by Big Pharma one way or another. Okay? So there's that. Just remember that article, though. CNBC, um, let me read it one more time, um, the headlines, so you can go see it for yourself. Keep this in, in, your, um, in your archives somewhere. Mutations could render current COVID vaccines ineffective in a year or less. Okay. So when you, when you, when you see this coming, because it's more than likely, this is what they do with the news. They push their propaganda 24, seven, 365 around the clock. And then the real news kind of gets pushed to the side and you don't catch it. Okay, they bury the real news while pushing their propaganda. So why are they telling you, take your vaccine and everything's going to go back to normal? They're also telling you that these vaccines are going to be more than likely ineffective in a year or less. So just keep that in mind and keep that in your archives. 